Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 31st of May. Today, it's Rugby League Christmas. Tim Zoo's world title defence thrown into doubt by a dog bite, and the Denver Nuggets finally learn who they'll face in the NBA Finals. But first... Today we announce a set of outcomes in relation to the independent panel investigation into allegations of inappropriate conduct at the Hawthorne Football Club. On September 20th last year, the Worlds of Kangaroos head coach Alastair Clarkson, Brisbane Lions head coach Chris Fagan and former Hawthorne welfare manager Jason Burt, as well as many others, were turned on their heads when a confidential external review into Hawthorne's historical treatment of Indigenous players was leaked to the ABC. The report detailed allegations of efforts to isolate players from their family and partners and, in one case, encouragement to terminate a pregnancy. The seriousness of the issue and the allegations prompted the AFL to launch an independent investigation, an investigation which finally came to a close late yesterday. No adverse findings have been made in the independent investigation against any of the individuals against whom allegations have been made. The complainants wish to resolve all differences with the AFL. As a result of this agreement, the complainants do not wish to pursue the independent panel investigation, which they wholeheartedly supported, or make any claims against the AFL in any other process, including the Australian Human Rights Commission or court in relation to their allegations. The complainants agree that the allegations that they have made should not be further investigated by the independent panel. The AFL has now terminated the independent panel investigation with no charges to be brought against any person subject to the AFL rules as a result of the independent investigation. AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin addressing the media yesterday with a detailed statement which essentially cleared Fagan, Clarkson and Burt of any wrongdoing to the extent which the AFL can punish them. McLaughlin defended the more than six-month time frame for the investigation, but the lengthy process might have already done irreparable damage. North Melbourne coach Alastair Clarkson is set to announce he is stepping away from the game from an indefinite period. The Kangaroos were set to confirm that Clarkson was stepping away from football, according to well-placed sources familiar with Clarkson's situation. While Fagan has remained at the helm of the high-flying Brisbane Lions during the ordeal, two weeks ago Clarkson stood down as the coach of the Kangaroos to focus on his physical and mental well-being. Whether or not he returns as a result of the investigation now being wrapped up remains to be seen. But suffice to say, there are no winners in this one. Twelve months ago, Jimmy Butler sat in front of the basketball media after his Miami Heat lost the Eastern Conference Finals to the Boston Celtics. And he said this. Like I said, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to play with the guys that I did have the opportunity to play with. And it's been like that every year that I've played in the league. Uh, So we had enough. Um, Next year, we will have enough. We're going to be right back in the same situation and uh, we're going to get it done. It was a bold statement, but yesterday, Jimmy Butler backed it up. The Miami Heat may stand eye to eye with history and they did not blink. The Heat are going to the NBA Finals. The Miami Heat are going to the NBA Finals after blowing out the Boston Celtics on their home court in the deciding Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics were attempting to become the first ever team in the history of the league to come back from 3-0 down in a series and win. But Jimmy Butler and the Heat were not to be denied.
After the 19-point win, Butler was awarded the Larry Bird Trophy as the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, but was quick to point out in his post-match press conference that the Heat had done nothing to celebrate yet. Uh, we, we stayed together as a group, as a team. We talked about going to get a tough one on the road. We did just that, um, but we're not satisfied. We're excited, we're happy, but we got four more to get. The Heat will face off against the Denver Nuggets, who've been waiting for over a week to learn their opponent after sweeping the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Game one will be this Friday in Denver. There's an old showbiz saying that you should never work with animals or children, and apparently it applies to athletes too. He's pouring in shots. This Harrison goes down. Harrison goes down off a Tim Zoo took it to another level. Tim Zoo, the WBO super welterweight champion, is meant to defend his title in three weeks' time against dangerous Mexican fighter Carlos Ocampo on the Gold Coast. But a left-field opponent has left that fight in jeopardy. Zoo was reportedly at a friend's barbecue over the weekend when his friend's canine companion decided to have a nibble on the champ's forearm. Zoo was rushed to hospital after the incident and while the bite required surgery. The bigger concern is how the injury will impact the final part of Tim's preparation for a title fight that is just two and a half weeks away. You're running out of time. But Zoo's promoter George Rose said that the Aussie would be ready to step into the ring on June 18th to answer the bell. Yes, it is. Rugby League Christmas is here. State of Origin game day has arrived, with New South Wales and Queensland set to rip in tonight at Adelaide Oval. The Blues will go in favourites for Game 1, despite the loss of strike centre Latrell Mitchell earlier in the week, and Coach Brad Fittler knows the expectation on his side is high. I always feel the pressure to deliver. It's, uh, we've got a good footy team in, and we want to do really well. Kick-off is scheduled for 8.05pm, but... For anyone who's never watched a game of State of Origin before, that number is more of an unattainable goal than an actual time to set your watch to. The reality is, once the pre-game formalities have taken place, and of course a quick hit from an Aussie musical act, which for Game 1 happens to be these guys, the game is probably more likely to get underway somewhere around 8.15pm. So sit back and enjoy. And that's your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.